Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? That's a very nice looking shirt you got on today. today. Well, that, well, thank you. Maybe one day we'll be able to share that with the fans. <laughs> I know it. We're going <laughs> audio only right now. We're in video secret. But one day you may get to see our smiling faces. Who knows? Maybe one day. We'll do, we'll see if we get a, we get that special sponsor. Um, in the sky. Right, right, um, right after the FBI has been dismantled so we don't get Stormtrooper <laughs> down. <laughs> Number one on the on the to do list: dismantle the FBI. Number two, go video. Yeah, exactly. How's yeah. that? Good. Uh, good to see you, buddy. Hey, good lots going on today. It's yes. another wild, wacky uh, day in uh, on, on our great planet Earth. Yes. Um, let's dive into it. Um, hey, our friends in the UK—they're having a tough year. Tough year, dude. Very lost tough the, year. Lost the Queen, and now they lost another UK Prime Minister. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going out like a you know yesterday's newspapers. Let me just add: second change of a UK Prime Minister. Since the start of the Ukraine war, hmm, think there's hmm. something going on there. Twice it's happened since the start of the Ukraine war. Hmm. I think tumultuous. How's that for 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 a word? Timing seems um, interesting to me. Yeah. So the Conservative Party over there, which is very unlike ours, has been around for 200 years, and at this point, it um, as Nigel Farage said, uh, it just needs to be thrown out with the bathwater. Totally, yeah. it's done and done and done, done and which is yeah. very unfortunate. It's been so watered down since Margaret yeah. Thatcher was running yes. the show over there. Yes, which is just it just it's just, just disappointing. So yeah. here comes Liz, and she I think initially she had she was kind of thinking, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get things in order here. We're gonna yep. cut some taxes. We're gonna get the fracking going again. Yeah, gonna restore some of our our energy, uh, you know, uh, at home use. Yeah, and she was dismantled from the beginning. The the globalists, we think it's bad here. No, oh. the globalists that that descend upon Ten Downing Street there. Oh yeah, is is immense. So within a few weeks, she was getting pushed back. Forget about. I mean, the Conservative Party is basically the Labour Party light. I mean, That's it's right. Just, it's just yeah, it is. It, they're not. They're not conserv. They're not conservatives. No, yeah. no. Uh, so they're, they're just slightly just, to the right of the hardcore left, which is. I mean, on the scale of one to ten, it's still not very good. Um, so she's just pushing the ball. But hey, hey, maybe let's lower some taxes for the for the good hardworking people <laughs> in England. No, no, they they said that's not going to happen. And she got into there were some two huge fights apparently, and it was very public. And so she lost her interior minister and finance minister within a few weeks. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. was only there for what fifty days. Yeah, and so I mean. How else well, do you restore a little bit of sanity except yeah. to reduce taxes, lower some regulations and get the growth engine going again? But they, they kicked her to the curb. Nobody yep. supported her. Yep. And, and they just the, the Euro globalist won. Yeah. I mean, uh, Boris Johnson, who was the former conservative, uh, and I use that term lightly, prime minister, uh, is dancing on her grave, so to speak, Dave, because he's a globalist pig from Davos. And mm-hmm. he the rumor is now he's actually circling the wagons to kind of come back in. Oh, so yeah. let's just let's just not bury the lead here, Dave. So we're recording this on October the 20th. Liz Truss, the prime minister of Britain, announced her resignation today. Um, seven days ago, Dave, Steve Bannon on the war room on October the 13th, he said she would be gone unless he would, she would not make it till the end of next week, meaning this week, his prediction was 1000% correct for all the reasons that you said they tried. Look, and as you said, the, the days of Thatcher, Reagan, 80s, 
kind of policy and yearning back for these sorts of tax cuts that you can't afford and all that they're gone they're gone these are not the policy solutions that will work when you are in a debt bubble you 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 cannot if you cannot afford the cuts that you're proposing you're going to get crucified hence they fired that chancellor of the exchequer basically the head of the treasury he was gone last week prime minister is out this week uh, and essentially, it's a hung government until there's they're, they're going to have to call an election and get someone else in there. The globalists, Dave and Davos, Ooh. are super happy. This is their this is their payback, Dave. This is their payback. They were so freaking upset after Brexit. Right. This is their payback. This is their payback to get a guy like uh, Boris Johnson back in. And uh, the related story, which I know we're going to get to, which I want to talk about, is energy and how it's going to affect the UK going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's all connected. Um, uh, as a last add to the UK situation, oh boy, um, you just hear one terrifically horrible story after another. Um, they have imported parts of London and, and the surrounding areas have turned into little third world nations in themselves. Sure. Yeah, I see video clips um, and various news stories. I'm sure it's not on the BBC, of course not. Uh, the Muslims are getting into hor- horrific fights with Hindis yeah. from India. Oh, sure. Um, violent. Yeah. Um, they don't work, these yeah. people. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, rape going on there. Oh, yeah. Say, I mean, Dave, let me tell you. That. Dave, let me these tell you. Poor, the, the... These, poor, these, these British women have to be so careful when they go out at, at, oh, yeah. at, at, at side, especially if they've been drinking, which we like to yeah. do over there. And, and they're going to, nothing is going to be done about the immigration problem over there for, for the next generation. No, it's done. It's done and dusted. England will never be the same day with, uh, you know, having fun, Oxford Circus, going out with friends, drinking. Yeah. It's, it's no longer safe. The, the mayor of, of London is a, a devout Muslim, which, you know, on the face of it, not that's fine. That's not, that's not an issue, but he, you know, he's preaching Sharia. He wants to bring Sharia law, Dave, oh, into yeah. England. Sharia Beautiful. law into into London. Okay, so Google for those folks who don't know. All that we don't have time to get in the show. Go go Google Sharia law and look up what what that you know what that does to women and children and all the rest of it. But like what you said is absolutely true. What happened in Paris and France over the last thirty years, and you know I'm firsthand witness to this. The northwestern suburbs of Paris have now been colonized with five million people five three million muslims and it's kind of like the it's like dearborn michigan it's like the suburbs of 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 detroit um and you end up with this segregated not intentionally they they want it that way a group of folks and they're really they're tearing things apart there dave they are really you gotta know you know the number one male baby name for like 10 years in a row now in in england is muhammad yeah that's 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 all all you need to know let's move let's move on move on some all the best yeah. We both spent a lot of time in England. I, I lived there for half a year and you spent a lot of time there. A lot so of time there. God yeah. bless them. Please somehow yeah. get them, you know, it together. Try to get hey, uh, yeah. we have the, we're going to be talking about this every show between now and November 8th, uh, the biggest midterm election in this country's history, I believe. Yeah. And let me get a little philosophical on here, buddy. Yeah. About the importance of this. And I, I was thinking about this just two years ago when we should have won one of the two Senate races for, in, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Lost them both. Were they stolen from us uh, uh, undercover the night? Perhaps. But you wonder if the if the big picture, like if God is saying we wanted we wanted everyone to see how horrible these sure. people are. So, for yes. instance, yes, if we did win one of those Senate seats. This whole time, no matter how bad they're going, well, look, the Republicans control the Senate. They're right. half to blame. Right. Now they have, they can't do use that anymore. Yeah. So in other words, did we have to see the darkest of the dark times and to 
fully expose yeah. the pedophiles and the, the yeah. radical leftists now on full display. Yeah, I think I think display. yeah, I think that's a, a very good point, David. I think there's there, there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, I think it's true both in the U.S. and uh, you know my last point before leaving England is it's going to be true there too. You know, I mean we're now seeing uh, just just and I'll come back to the to the U.S. midterms in in, in a second, but we are now seeing situations where in uh, England and the energy side they are starting to rehearse for blackouts. They're starting to rehearse yeah, for rolling blackouts. The, yeah. the, this has been publicly said now, the head of the grid over there. And we know we have great, and by the way, shout out to all our followers in England. There's actually a bunch of people who write us all the time. Thank you guys for listening. We love you over there. Um, and, uh, you know, keep up the good fight. But the, the head of the grid in England has basically said, plan for two to three days a week, four to six, four to 7 p.m. local time. We're going to have brownouts. We're going to have grid you know, related issues. And this is, this is unbelievable. I mean, this is a country that's given itself over to Greta Thunberg. They have given themselves (laughs) over to the green collective, to the green agenda. And, and they they are now falling on their sword and they are going to go cold and hungry because of it. Now I got to come back to the midterms, but I I have to mention it's going to be this this energy thing. I'm telling you, Dave, at the end of the day, whether it's inflation or whatever it is, it all comes down to energy. Uh, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, the UK was energy basically independent. Yeah. 20, just 20 years ago. Um, Sorry. Yeah. I, I I jumped on the midterm thing because I, no, it's all good. Yeah. It's all, it's all connected. Um, Fortunately, my, the going back to my wrap up big, big world story is that the, the kind of the people that sit on the fence have, I think they've seen enough of them have seen a lot of day, especially in the Hispanic community. Yeah, we're going to see. I think we see. We're going to see in some areas of this country a ten to fifteen point swing, mm-hmm. not not across the board, but in certain sectors, mm-hmm. um, especially perhaps Texas. So I'm going to give you one example why, um, like we knew, we know that Carrie Lake's looking good. We know that JD Vance is looking good. Okay. Right. Tudor Dixon in Michigan, Ty, let's, uh, she might pull that out. But here's an incredible, we mentioned her maybe briefly for a half a second. Yeah. In the liberal, very blue state of Oregon. Let's talk about this lady. Oh, the governor. Uh, for, They're now saying yeah. not only is she tied, yeah, running for governor yeah. in a very blue state. Her name is Christine Drazan. Okay. She's running against this nutball, Tina Kotek. Yeah. They're saying she's got the lead. Not just tied. I know. And Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere, this guy, long time Democrat. He's super woke. Guess yeah. what he did? He dumped he in a million yeah. dollars. Yeah, I saw that. To Christine Drazen's campaign. This is that. I think of any yeah. camp, of <clears throat> any uh, election out there, dude. Yeah. This is the one. Yeah, I think this it's is the one. I, you know? I think it's fascinating. A couple of things, Dave. I think one, it could break the triad on the West Coast of the United States between oh, yeah. Washington, Oregon, and California. They have to think of themselves as one country, basically. And they're always doing stuff together. COVID stuff, we did it, they did it all together, all the different lockdowns, all three states together. This could break that gridlock, mm-hmm. which would be great. The one thing I do worry about though, it's kind of like when Schwarzenegger got elected governor, Republican in California. So he became governor, but the reality was is that the state legislature in California then and in Oregon now is still a a a veto proof legislature with democrats and I mean, that's really due to portland and in fact i saw a piece on uh of all places 60 minutes the other day uh, oregon wants to redistrict not redistrict they want to redraw the state boundary so basically mm-hmm. think about the western border of idaho moving about 200 miles 
to, towards the Pacific Ocean, because those are all conservatives. They're hardcore conservatives. It's only the people in the Portland and greater Portland area that are complete libtard backs. And so they basically want to say, fine, you want that? Just carve it down and you guys can have that. We should frankly do the same thing with California and just draw a line right down the middle of the state, take out San Diego and give LA and San Francisco to those folks and move on. We've talked about that a lot. It's, it's amazing how this one giant blue blob of a city in these various states, Chicago and Illinois, even in New York, you take away New yeah. York City, New York yeah. State is, is yeah. a red state. I don't get it. They're, they're attracted I mean, to homelessness right? and drug use. I don't understand what it is. They just then crime. They seem to be attracted to these three things. So. A couple of first off, I, I think she she's going to fare. I just already know just from the few things I've read about her and seen her speak. Arnold was a, was a joke. Um, yeah. he, he folded like yesterday's new uh, tissue. She's very pro um law and order she's yeah. very pro fighting the status quo um i think she's a fighter and that's what we have that's the other thing that's very different this time around um, yeah just in the last 20 25 years as we become more politically aware yeah the class that's running now whether it's carrie lake jd vance even dr oz they're fighting back they're not just kind of oh, these yeah. milk yeah. toast no. uh, mitt romney go along kind of no. uh, swamp creatures they're very much uh, want to kick want to get and speak uh, rocking and speaking of Pennsylvania, dude, Dr. Oz is surging over John Fetterman. And as a great Good. segue, I have to talk to you about this story, Please. Dave. Another national story breaking today. So Joe Biden's looking for places to go to out of his basement to go and campaign. But there really aren't many places in the United States that want him to come and campaign for them, even solid blue states. So what does the guy do? He goes this to, of great. all places, Dave, he yeah. goes to Pennsylvania, where this complete lip, complete limptard, John Fetterman, is struggling Right. I mean, the guy had a stroke. He's lived in his parents' basement since he was until he was 50. He's been on a trust fund. He, he was the lieutenant governor and apparently only worked one third of the time. I'm not sure if you saw this, Dave. I'm going to put this up on our social feeds. There's a picture of Fetterman. So Biden goes to visit Fetterman um, and everyone thinks, oh, there's going to be a campaign event and he'll speak and they'll be together and they'll be <laughs> shaking hands. Dave, they met in private with no one there, like literally not a single person. They met in private. Fetterman greeted him at the airport. There's a stock. There's a picture of Fetterman, dude, at the airport. The guy looks like Frankenstein. I mean, I kid you not. He's got this giant hump behind his neck. He's out from the hoodie. He's wearing his suit. You can see the big, you see the big growth on the back of his neck. And personally, I think it's the transhumanist connection back there. That's the node where the machine goes. I'm just, I'm just kidding, folks. That's where he plugs in every night. That's where he plugs in every night. Like Iron Man. It's like an Iron Man thing. I saw that the, that little 30 second clip of uh, Fetterman in the suit and tie. It's the funniest thing I've seen all year. Oh my God. It's so terrible. And, and you're right. Nobody wants to be seen within a mile of potato head Biden. No. Um, talk about uh, an, an odd combo. Um, oh. And yeah, they didn't let uh, uh, Biden yeah. spoke for about 20 seconds. They wouldn't let yeah. Fetterman say one thing. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, yeah, one, one, I mean, they're, I guess what they have in common is they're both basically CNS impaired. I mean, one is overtly oh, CNS impaired because yeah. he had a stroke and he's reading through a teleprompter and the mm-hmm. other one's basically borderline early stage dementia, but either way, they're both like in the deep doo-doo category of CNS uh, problems. Right. So I think Oz is going to, is going to pull that one out. And my early, uh, you know, I think this, I've said this before, if this election, it, that's, it's, it's an impossibly big, if, if it is on the up and up, we're going to win four to five Senate seats yeah, and about 40 to 50 house seats, but That's already, right. so already, okay. The, uh, we're having some, I'm having a bad flashback 
from Uh-oh. two years ago, dude. Oh, no. Already in Arizona. I'm going to give you two quick blasts. Oh, yeah. Already. Yeah. And, and they were making fun of Kerry like, oh, you don't have any proof of the election fraud. The, the, the idiot on CNN. Yeah. Already in Arizona, attorneys already indicted two individuals for uh, their alleged involvement involvement in a Yuma County ballot harvesting scheme. I won't sure. even tell you their names. Already convicted. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Katie Hobbs sent out, she's the current, she's who Carrie Lake is running against. She's yeah. the, the current secretary of state. Right. They've already sent out, oh, they're saying over 10,000 incorrect ballots have, yeah. have been sent out that yeah. had the wrong people on them. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure everybody nationally or internationally doesn't know this. So Katie Hobbs as secretary of state basically has the final say on which electors win, which electors don't. So she is right. the final arbiter of that. And oh, what a surprise. The far left is backing her to run for governor. Oh, what a surprise, right? So obviously the reward for having stolen the election so successfully is to try to make you governor. But this bitch is running and hiding freaking everywhere. You cannot find her. I mean, she is running, running, running. Carrie Lake has said, I'll debate you anywhere, anytime. She goes to all these platforms that that Katie Hobbs is running around, running away, scared. They have some scene where she was up for the CNN interviewer. They had some intern outside, like greeting her. Oh, no, no cameras here. No camera there. You can't, we, we can't, we can't let cameras. Oh, I can't talk to people that I'm, I'm representing that. I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, geez, this is brutal. Dave. But brutal. here we have, here we have the person who's in, who handles the election process. The secretary of state is the most important person when it comes to en- the election in a state. And yeah. she's running for the, for the, for the yeah. highest office in the land. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. So, uh, and up. then as, as a last thing already, we're, you know, the early voting has begun. They are finding multiple vehicles that are covering up their license plate that are stuffing yes. these ballot boxes. Yes. Okay. So these ballot boxes are still out there. Arizona has made some inroads to kind of clean up the process and do some water, water marking, but they've already caught many vehicles, but they're smart this time. <laughs> you know, they were caught red handed in that 2020 mule uh, yeah. movie. They are put, they're yeah. blacking out their license plate. They're yeah. driving to ballot boxes and dumping them in. Yeah. And between that and then all these elections that are that are incorrectly yeah. uh, written out with the people, a lot of people's of Republicans, especially names are not on the ballot where they should be. Right. It's already a mess. There are some grassroots places, Dave, that are put, look, that basically stationing people all around to do cell phone video of those people because the cameras at the drop boxes, they can't. It's very tough to use them as evidence in courts and so forth. And now with right. the cars blacking out their license plates. So basically what they're doing, there's a bunch of citizen groups where you can go and sign up and just like just go stand there stand there at a ballot box or just sit there bring up bring up a lawn chair bring up a tommy bahama chair and just sit there all day and just sit Got there to. with your cell phone and and just just watch what goes on and just uh video with your cell phone we we, we have to i mean otherwise it's gonna they're gonna continue to steal elections so hopefully this will be the the line in the sand hey our friends at the cdc we hate these mothers don't we oh man. so t- it, it can't get worse but out of nowhere despite the Pfizer and Moderna CEOs basically saying their co- their vac their quote unquote vaccines were right. complete nonsense and disasters and do nothing. The CDC is coming out and saying, "Hey, we are now demanding or suggesting strongly that all children, okay, that's like twelve and under, get the vaccine as part of your yearly flu yeah. thing or part right. of that that a child would get childhood and, immunization schedule." Right yeah. now. Apparently, a state can say, "No, what we don't want to have that. We don't want to have that as a mandatory thing." Right. But apparently, there are twelve states, mostly in the Northeast, where there's an audit. Something is written into the state bylaws that they automatically defer to the CDC. That's right. And that's and that's the problem. If that twelve right. just automatically go along with it, can you imagine, dude? I don't yeah. have any children. You do. 
you, you, you're going to take your kid to school and you have it. They can't go to school. They cannot go to public school unless they get the jab. That this is right. Is horrific. It is horrific. And you nicely summarized it. Um, it's not all doom and gloom because obviously this is just a recommendation. And this is just a rubber stamp from the woke CDC, another three letter weaponized agency of the federal government and Biden and Davos and the World Economic Forum and so forth. Um, and so these are guidelines, but as you said, there's about a dozen states that just automatically adopt them. Um, but there's already been like a handful of states as of today. And the announcement was actually today, and you've already got six states, all Republican states, including Florida, Tennessee, Missouri, South Carolina, uh, Texas, saying not, not happening. Not happening. Children yeah. are not getting COVID vaccine in our state. So it, some, so it, it goes down to the state level, county level, local health department level. And then even below that, if your kids are in private school, it's probably not going to affect them anyway. So I, there's, there's, and that's obviously not the most, no, not most people, but um, so there's a lot of loopholes there. Um, we'll, we'll have to sort of see how it rolls out. It's, it's, it's horrendous. And by the way, just to, just to c- correct you, it's six months and older. So it's, okay. this is oh. not, yeah. <laughs> so if you, so if, so if you have, do you know what your chances of getting dying oh. from COVID are if you're over like around six or seven months, it's like, it's one in 10 billion. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely, it's, it's cruelty. The latest Israeli data set, which is the best real-time data set that we have has shown that one third of children are experiencing cardiac abnormalities after the COVID vaccines. Oh, Lord. There, there is far yeah. more risks than benefits with this. My kids will never, ever, ever see this vaccine. And uh, if we had to, we'd move. I mean, we, we would just, we would, we would keep them homeschooled or we would, we would put them into a program somewhere else here uh in southern california or we'd leave the state i mean so it's just not going to happen these morons at cdc they're they're monstrous and they won't let the power they don't want to let the power go this was a 15 to 0 vote by the way whoever sits on on their board which is like really no dissent yeah but what you're you're gonna see dave is you're gonna see the same thing as when the manufacturers like pfizer and moderna made these tens and tens and tens of millions of shots and then distributed them and they were all they all had to be they all had to be jumped why do they have sure. to be junked? Because nobody wants them. Nobody's buying them. Nobody's buying what these rib libtards are selling. They're just not buying it. Let me, and let so, me they, ask, so they made yeah, these stupid sure. prophesations from up on high and they're sitting up there on the hill and they're like, yes, we anoint this 15 to zero sure. and it shall be part of the recommendations. Well, guess what? No one's coming around and jabbing this thing in my arm and no way. And there's lots of alternatives to go to school. So they, I'll, so I'll they, take, I'll take they can pronounce chance. all they want. It's not going to, I don't think it's going to amount well, to anything. Let me ask you, let's, let's say you're uh, one of the, you're in a blue city and you're one of these libtards that we always complain about, you know, people I work with. <laughs> And they got, I got my three-year-old little Johnny. Excuse me, Johnny. Excuse me, Johnny. Johnny. We're going to have everything organic. We're going to have farm the table. Uh, I'm going to wrap my kid in a, in a little uh, bubble wrap when they go outside to make sure they, and they're going to be triple masked. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have the most pure organic food, but we're going to give them poisonous jabs one after the other. Chemical adulterated mRNA jabs. We're going to have the the jab and the booster and the booster and the booster all the way until they're 21. And I think think you told me the other day, Dave, one one surefire, people always tell me, how do you spot a liberal? Very easy. First of all, if they're named after a weather, piece of weather or a piece of fruit, that's a very good sign. Piece of wet. So a type of weather (laughs) or a type of fruit. So if they're named sunshine or apple. Yeah. Uh, or Georgia, or, you know, these types of things. Yeah. Then you're pretty, it's like a bit, it's better than 50, 50, really. 
I, I can't, I mean, I really, you try, you try, I mean, people have written books about the mental condition of the, of the, of the basic leftists out there. And I, I can't, I can't figure it out. So. Speaking of, speaking of um, uh, I, I leave you with one, one set of stories here, Dave, I, I'm not sure how far we're going with this, but um, uh, speaking of uh, mental conditions and this, the, the tie in here is samurai swords. So there was a couple of incidences, one in LA, one in New York city, uh, the New York City one, man attacked by assailant wielding a samurai sword in a ninja suit <laughs> in a Manhattan subway yeah. station. Dave, this was in the Chamber Street Station, Dave, which is right next to Wall Street where I used to work. So downtown New York City, uh, right, I mean, right in the heart of Wall Street, guy in a ninja suit swinging mm. a, uh, a sword around. Uh, lacing into people on the subway platform. And then I was just kind of Googling around and I saw this other story, LAPD officer, Los Angeles, tasers a man who slashed his own mother with a samurai sword. Dave, this is over near you. This is over on Mid Wilshire in La- in uh, Santa Monica. Dude, I'm on my way to work. I saw this you're guy like, You're like a few blocks. Suit. You're like a few <laughs> blocks from Mid Wilshire. Aren't I thought they people... were rehearsing for the next Jackie Chan movie. Aren't there just, well, ex- <laughs> aren't there just people walking around with samurai swords like all oh, the yeah. time over there? It's like, yeah. yeah, just wave, say hi. They're right next to that and on, uh, you know, up in their Hollywood Boulevard. You, know, you can carry a taser without a concealed carry permit, Dave. Just, just I'm not sure if you know that, but you can you can, you can bring the taser out once in a while. I'm going to bring out my cannon. I think it's still going to still grab a cannon. <laughs> um, hey, they're trying. You know, bless the, uh, um, the, our our specialist in, in chief, our special counsel, John Durham. He, this guy can't catch a guilty plea if he if he begged. Oh yeah. So Igor Denchenko, we've talked right. about. We did a whole story about this guy, the Russian national who he was acquitted. So he was the guy that helped. Uh, as one of the key sources in the anti-Donald Trump steel. Not only did he, he would help, he was paid by the FBI. <sighs> was, we now know quarter million paid. dollars. What does it take to convict anybody? I'm, I'm, I don't know who actually does the speaking not, in one of these cases. It's impossible because he, he yeah. lets somebody else off too. I, this has all been years and years and millions. Yeah. I, I don't know. I give up with it with this whole you thing. You can't you can't get a jury in Washington, D.C. to convict somebody in this situation. These people are all they call it the swamp for a reason. They're yeah. all bought and paid for, Dave. All of them. Every single one of them. I mean, here's a situation where the FBI admitted they paid this guy a quarter million dollars to get extra dirt, to basically uh, corroborate a, a, a phony Russian story with the, with the Steele dossier, the former British intelligence guy uh, on Clinton, uh, the whole paid thing by the Clinton, sure. paid, yeah. paid for by the Clintons, which got the FISA warrant, which got the spying on Trump and the whole phony Russia, Russia, Russia thing. And we couldn't even get a, a conviction. <laughs> it's really, it's but, kind of disappointing because I, I know what he wanted to do. He wanted to get some of these low uh, level people like yeah. Dinchenko. And then, oh, we, you're guilty of, of you're going to spend the next 50 years in prison or you're going to turn over X, Y and Z information yeah. and people. But if we can't get this guy, yeah. then there's there, you can't build upwards. No. You know now what I mean? The, now, I, I will have to say on, on, a, on a kind of a lighter, hopefully not a sadder note, but um, on the prison side of things. So one of our mentors and guys we look up to, Steve Bannon, uh, tomorrow is sentencing day for Mr. Ooh. Bannon. Friday, October 21st, uh, he's looking at potentially six months uh, in jail. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Obviously, this is three weeks before the election. He's asked for home confinement. That would be good because then he can still do his show, War Room, and talk to all the people and the War Room posse. If he doesn't, there's lots of great lieutenants who can take over for the show for three weeks or five weeks or whatever. Either way, Dave, in my view, strategically, he becomes a bit more of a martyr. So I think it's actually going to totally backfire on the far left. 
We'll see what happens tomorrow. He's so influential and, and just, he, we encourage everybody to please do somehow check yeah. him, check his show out. And because yeah. the people that he in, brings in, he's kind of yeah. like the sun and he's like, he's like a vortex bringing in the, just the best of the best. Yeah. You get such actual factual information about the world oh. and how things connect. Yeah. So we wish him well, we'll see. Well, I, I just know he's going to have a game plan. Yeah. At, yeah. He has, you're right. He has amazing guests, Sebastian Gorka, Dave Walsh on energy, uh, Steve Cortez on, Steve Cortez, on, on, yeah. uh, on economics. I mean, <laughs> I tell you what, people, if you're out there watching CNBC and thinking you're getting economic <laughs> advice, you are deluded as Good shit. Luck with that. You just have no clue. These people uh, are a bunch of talking heads that don't know Jack. They all said, in, I mean, even the federal reserve chairman said inflation was transitory a year ago. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Are you kidding me? You can't trust <laughs> these people. I know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. Hey, oh, I, I got one uh, again. My mom's going to kill me. Oh, he's on the, he's on the F bomb. I, I got my last story is uh, we're going to end with a lighter note here. Yes, uh, speaking of. So not only do uh, the globalists want us to start eating insects. Um, they're big push. Well, we have, we, we, you know, these cows with their, with their farting, they emit all this carbon and it's bad for them. It's garbage. Of course, that's all garbage. Right. So, uh, this company called beyond meat, I'm sure you've sure. seen them. Oh yeah. I've they're had one some of the- their, I've had some of their phony burgers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say there anything bad about them in particular, but they've been promoted as the savior of all mankind. So yeah. the plant-based, <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing about forcing people to your will, the government, you know, uh, yeah. here in the United States, we tell you to F off. So they, um, <laughs> they had to lay, uh, lay off fire 20% of their workforce. Yeah. Well, and this is after just a couple of years. Yeah. Due to de- what, what a shock due to declining sales and stock market losses. Okay. <laughs> people don't want to eat phony fake meat. I don't care if you, how many celebrities like Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, it's just like a real hamburger. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And it I tastes got, shitty. I got, yeah. It tastes like, right. Yeah. It, tastes, it tastes like a plant with yeah. a, with a, it tastes with like a, chemicals because it is yeah. chemicals. And let me give you one side story. The Brazilian meat packer, JBSSA, um, they're just one of the, they, they run Plantera. They have to close their U.S. plant-based foods business. Yeah. Okay. It's only been here for two years. And this was another one. Plantera sold fake meat, okay, using whatever. I don't know what they put in there, soy or tofu, whatever it might be. <laughs> no one's buying it. So no after two years it. closing down here in the Dave, U.S., it's in the category. Dave, it's in the category of if the far left is selling it, we, we people ain't buying we it. it. And I got, I got to touch on one last story, just connects to your point you just did. So not sure you heard about this. Elon Musk is out there uh, rumored to be, he's going to, assuming the Twitter deal goes through, right. he's going to lay off 75% <laughs> of the workforce. Dave, yeah. 75% Please of Twitter right. employees. So he comes out, you know, he does these cryptic tweets, right? So he comes out with his tweet today, quote, I felt a great disturbance in the force as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. I fear something terrible and sad, end quote, which is like a famous quote from Star Wars, right? Right. <laughs> so I thought it was just great how he did that. Because like basically what he's referring to is all the millions of libtards whose heads are going to explode when he's 75% of the companies wow. giving their pink slip. <laughs> oh, and, man. and let me tell you, at least 75%, because you know that everybody who works there is, is a leftist who hates us. Oh yeah. So talk about Fauci's house. daughter. I, I hope he's. I you hope know, he's you know, Tony Fauci's daughter is works there. She's like strategy and operations, oh, yeah. right? Tony Fauci's daughter works at Twitter. Eh, and nothing I, going on there. And yeah. I guarantee they're all getting obscene salaries too. So of course. goodbye. Dave, great to see you this week, my friend. Always a pleasure. Folks, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast player and social media. We are everywhere. Getter, Gab and Mewe. Getter is our preferred choice. Getter is the Twitter killer. And we're also on Truth Social as well. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.